What is going on, beautiful people? I hope you are having a fantastic day. Welcome back to another episode of the Thrive Forever Fit Show. As always, I'm grateful for you. I'm pumped that you're here. And the fact that you spend your time listening to me rant and rave is unbelievably amazing to me. And I, I couldn't be more grateful for it. Secondarily, this podcast is sponsored by a brand new product that I have just released to the market. It's called Elite Collagen. If you're not taking a collagen product, then you just don't care about your healthy skin, your healthy hair, your healthy nails, your joints, your cardiovascular health, just your overall body wellness. Collagen is an amazing product that is going to help with everything. And listen, I mean, you're exposed to a lot of elements. Why not internally fortify your system with a beautiful collagen? But here's the situation. Some of you guys may know, hey, bud, I'm already taking a collagen. Appreciate you. Got you. I got bad news. The problem is this. Most collagen powders are just that. They're powdered collagens, and they're made from bovine, which is cows, or porcine, which is pig's skin. Have you ever seen a cow's skin or a pig's skin? Some of them are plant-derived. We won't even get into those. The collagen, it's not even really a collagen product. It's a, a makeup of stuff that tries to become collagen. But if you're taking a collagen powder, one of those big hefty collagen, gross, chalky, whatever it is, just know that it's coming from skin of cows and pigs. And of course they wash them. But if you've ever been at a pig farm or a cow farm, not the most savory of things. My collagen is a marine-based collagen. And here's the big thing. Forget all the other shit I've already said. Here's the differentiation between mine and the one you're already taking. Mine is half a tablespoon every day. It's a delicious chocolate mint flavor. And here's, here's the big stuff. Here's the, here's the real deal. Here's what nobody's telling you. The powdered collagens get broken down inside of the gastrointestinal stomach, inside of the stomach. That's not where collagen gets absorbed. Collagen actually gets absorbed and has a higher efficacious benefit if it's absorbed in the small intestine. Well, see, mine passes through the stomach based on a beautiful collection of, of polymers and a collection of these peptides. If you heard that, that's just Rudy taking a sneeze. He likes to be introduced in some of these podcasts, and I didn't give him a proper shout out. But my collagen actually passes through the stomach and gets digested inside of the small intestine, which is where all the magic happens. Your powder product's not even making it there. So you're getting very minimal, if any, efficacious um, effects from drinking that chalky, gross-tasting powder product. So if you're interested, just go to thriveforeverfit.com. Go to my store. You'll see Elite Collagen on there. You can pop me a note. I'll give you all the details. It is unbelievably amazing. I've been taking it for a while um, because I've been testing it and, and creating it and everything. Guys, it is revolutionary and it is unbelievable. I can't wait for you to try it. Elite Collagen. Go grab yourself some today. Take care of your skin. So summer setback syndrome. I just thought of this today when I was on one of my walks and I thought it would be an appropriate conversation to have with you guys so that we can hopefully avoid it. I was just walking and thinking, it's like, what is the difference? What's the differentiator between those who have a successful summer and those who have a setback during the summer? And trust me, I get it. Summer is my favorite season because if you know anything about me, you know I absolutely hate to be cold. And so I would much rather be sweaty and hot than I would be freezing and cold. So I understand that summer also brings a time of celebration and fun. 
pool parties, more cocktails, concerts, vacation, kids are out of school. You've probably got more free time from your job based on the kids being out of school, more activities. There's more things to get you derailed from your normal routine. And that's where summer setback season begins. We get caught up in the, to use a Cindy Lauper quote, the girls just want to have fun mode. And what happens is, and I've actually watched so many of my clients fall into this same trap year after year after year. I'm thinking of a couple in, in, in specifics right now. They worked so hard to get ready for summer. Some of them lost 50 to 60 pounds just getting ready for pool season, getting ready to go to the beach, getting ready to go on vacation. And then by the end of summer, had gained all of it back, if not more. 50 to 60 pounds lost and then gained back in the matter of a season. This is what we've got to, this is what we've got to avoid. And this is why I call it the summer setback syndrome, because we fall into these traps. We work so hard getting ready. Like every other, there's gurus and gyms and everybody's got a summer slim down, summer sizzle, summer whatever it is, six-pack summer to try to get you ready for summer, to get you ready for, the, for less clothing, to get you ready for the beach and the swimming pool and the, the swimsuits and all of that. And then all of your hard work goes out the window as soon as summer gets here. You work your ass off, literally and figuratively, to get to this place where you feel confident. And then as soon as the pool season opens, as soon as the first cocktail cracks, as soon as you, you deviate from your normal routine with your first celebration or vacation, you start those old habits right over again. And this is the hamster wheel, the roller coaster, if you will, that we've got to get off of once and for all. What I want you to understand is that you can have a celebratory summer. You can have an exciting summer, a fun summer. To use the, the quotes of my clients, you can enjoy your summer. Guys, being healthy is enjoyable. And I'm not saying that you can't enjoy all of the, the festivities that come along with it. But there's some basic things. There's some basic excuses that we all start to use. And if you can identify the basic excuses, and then follow my solutions that I'm going to give you today, you can win this summer. You can actually go through summer, have an amazing time, the same level of fun and excitement and enjoyment and everything, and not gain weight. Actually get healthier and more fit, probably even lose weight during the summer season. So here's the list of things that we, we kind of fall into. And these things trigger us to get on that hamster wheel or roller coaster, to get out of our routine. Number one is celebrations. So it's booze and food and then more food and then why the hell the not, why the hell not more booze, right? We've all fallen into those things. Like it's barbecues and parties and you know, it's cocktail hour by the pool. And you know, there's just something, there's just something refreshing and relaxing about floating in the pool and having a margarita or your favorite beverage. And here's a solution to that. I'm not telling you not to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to have more food opportunities that are outside on the grill. There may be more cocktail opportunities for me, more summertime celebration, you know, co creative cocktails that I like to make with our branch chain amino acids and other things. 
So I'm going to fall into those same opportunities to become derailed as you are. And here's my solution. Here's, here's a simple solution for you. I call it time-controlled eating. So when you know you're going to be going to a celebration, and you know you're going to be probably consuming foods maybe you don't normally consume, more quantity of food than you normally consume, you know there's going to be more beverages than you would normally consume, what we want to do is we want to put the bumper guards up to protect us from ending up in the gutter, to use a, a bowling reference. This is where time control eating will be a lifesaver for you. Here's the example. So you've got a pool party at Becky's house tomorrow at 3 p.m. So what I want you to do is I want you to click into the time control eating solution brain, and I want you to skip breakfast. Now stay with me, hear me out. I want you to skip breakfast, and I want you to have your first meal or your first feeding around 12.30 or one o'clock. This is gonna give you plenty of time to digest your food so you don't show up to the party with a food baby belly. And you also won't get to the party and be so ravenously hungry and starving. This will eliminate those handful of chips, those walk by the cookie table, the plates full of dips. This alone will save you about a thousand calories. And if you multiply this by every party you go to, every celebration you go to, that's going to be thousands and thousands of calories, which is going to equate to pounds that you don't have to gain. Think about it. And it's just simple. So time-controlled eating. So I, I basically do this on a daily basis with intermittent fasting. I consume food every day between 11 and 6. That's my feeding window. But what I'll even do, if I know I'm going to be going to a party that maybe is going to be later in the day, maybe food's not going to be served until seven or eight that night for some strange reason. I don't know why people eat that late. But what I'll do on those days is I won't have my first feeding of the day till one or two o'clock in the afternoon. Therefore, I'm still in my time controlled eating window and it doesn't derail me. It doesn't disrupt my normal food intake. So I don't gain weight. I don't get the baby belly. I don't get all of those things that come with overconsumption. Maybe worth a try, right? All right. Number two, vacations, right? So what this means broken down is travel. So you've either got flights or road trips. You've got accommodations, which are hotels, Airbnbs, or heaven forbid, you're staying at your family's spare bedroom because that's not a vacation. Then you've got mystery food. And what I mean by that is if you're going to a new place you've never been, the food's a bit of a mystery. You've never been to the restaurants. You don't know what the options are. You don't know any of those things. And so vacations, although fun, can leave you feeling two ways, right? They're either going to feel you, leave you feeling like a victor or a victim. Think about how many times you've come back from a vacation and you've needed another vacation or maybe even a colonic because you've overconsumed to a point where you just feel like you've got to detox and eliminate everything out of your body and start over fresh. Probably more than you can count. I think a lot of people fall into those, those, that feeling, that, that category because they don't follow this simple solution. So my solution is this, plan, plan, and plan again. Now, I can already hear the chirping from the peanut gallery. Like, where's the fun in that, Jay? Be more spontaneous, Jay. I'm not suggesting that you have a rock-solid itinerary. I actually hate vacation itineraries. I don't even like hardcore plans on vacation. 
I will actually never go on a vacation where I've got to get on a bus that drops me off at a certain time to look at a certain thing with a certain group of people at a certain this or a certain, I will avoid that like the plague. Here's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about planning. My plan of action looks like this. Travel, I always choose the path of least resistance, meaning I take a direct flight if available. I have the fewest pit stops, the fewest layovers. I want to get to my destination and start my relaxation immediately. Now, this is all going to be predicated on your budget, obviously, but think about time as your most valuable element. You only get a finite amount of vacation per year. Why do you want to spend it traveling to three different airports to get to one destination when there's a direct flight? The direct flight might be a few hundred dollars more, but the time that you waste going from connection to connect. I know people that in order to save $50 will take three flights as opposed to taking the direct flight. It makes absolutely no sense to me. It actually increases your stress and it puts you in airports longer than you need to be. There's never high quality nutritional choices in airports. And so therefore get yourself in and out of those places as quickly as possible. If you're on a road trip, take the path of least resistance. Map out your your destination from your the location you're leaving from and get there as soon as possible. Get there and start having fun. Accommodations. I always select the nicest hotel for my budget, right? So select the nicest hotel you can afford for your budget. And don't try to save a few bucks by staying in a one-star dive. You have to make sure the hotel has all the amenities that are going to make you feel comfortable because that's going to increase your happiness, which is going to decrease your stress, which is going to eliminate the possibilities and the likelihood that you're going to eat unnecessary foods. You're not going to sleep as well. All of those things. So here's what I do. I make sure my gym has a rock. I make sure my hotel has a rock star gym. I make sure there's walking trails close by. I make sure there's great restaurants either in the hotel and or right outside the hotel. They have to have nice beds. They have to have five-star customer service. Everything has to be on point because these are the reasons you go on vacation. You don't go on vacations to suffer. You go on vacations to have an enjoyable time. And if you make sure the gym is awesome, you'll go to the gym. I'm thinking about when I say go on walking trails. So Lori and I go to Maui um, once a year. And so we stay at the Montage in Kapalua. And outside of the Montage, there are these amazing walking trails. And so we walk probably two times a day at least around those walking trails because it's so gorgeous, but you can do that anywhere. It doesn't matter where you are. You can Google and find walking trails close to your hotel or your accommodations. So food, research is the most important thing you can do. When I'm traveling to a new destination, I will look up all of the best restaurants in that area. And then I will find their online menus and I'll actually like just do a, a, a big a dive into the availability of what they have. I see if anything jumps off the page at me. And what this does is it allows me to go into all of my eating decisions with an understanding of what's available to me, which increases the likelihood that I'm going to make a healthier decision. And I'm also going to get to try some cool foods that I get excited about before I get there. So it actually increases my excitement level when I do a little research on the restaurants. And then let's talk about working out on vacation. Here's my workout strategy. I move early and I move often. I try to keep my same morning routine even on vacation. Now, no, I don't get up at 3 a.m. even when I'm in Maui. 
but I do try to get up before five o'clock because I want to get up and I want to enjoy my coffee in peace. I want to get my morning journaling session and gratitude sessions in the books before everybody else gets up. I want to work out. I want to work a little bit before I even go to work. And then by the time I get back from the gym, everybody else in the whole resort or wherever we're staying is still in their PJs. Then Lori and I like to go for that walk I talked about before we start our activities today. And the activities might just be laying by the pool or it might be some kind of just beach activity or something like that. But I'm going to get all that movement in early. And then what we'll usually do is that night for dinner is provided that the, the restaurant is you know, two, three miles in radius from the hotel, we'll walk to dinner and back. I'm getting magnitudes of movement in without even trying. It's so simple and it's so easy. So I front load my movement and then I move early and I move often. I walk as much as I possibly can. The third thing that kind of gets in, in your way during summer is this, and I hear this all the time. It is too hot. It is too freaking hot especially living out here in the desert. Like I can literally understand exactly what you mean. The average temperatures in the summer in Palm Desert are between 100 and 120 degrees. 100 and 120. I get you. I understand it's hot. People that have lived here for 20 years, I still hear them complain about how hot it is. It's going to be hot, guys. We live in the desert. You don't live in the North Pole. If you lived in the North Pole and it was 120 degrees, you should come out of your igloo and be like, this is bullshit. What's going on? But if you live in the desert, it's going to be hot. Here's the solution to it's too hot. Again, I go with that move early mantra, right? I like to go for early morning walks. And so I like to go for early morning walks. I actually own a gym. And so it's really easy for me to go to an inside facility and work out anytime that I want. I make sure my hydration is on point. And then I'm going to teach you a little bit about adaptation that is going to blow your mind and probably decrease a little bit of that it's too hot nonsense. So here's my solution. I go for early morning walks. This is a great way to get movement in and increase my caloric burn for the day. And I go before the sun comes up to full sky. So it actually minimizes the direct heat effect on my body from the sun. It's actually one of my favorite ways to start the day. Then studio or gym sessions when it's too hot. Some people say to me, Jay, I don't like to work out inside. Okay, you don't like to work out inside, I get that, but you're also complaining about how hot it is. And so maybe just for the summer season, you find yourself a fitness studio like Thrive Fitness Studio in Palm Desert or, one, or a local gym that you can go to two, three, four times a week and get your cardiovascular and strength training in so that you don't lose all of that during the summer. And it sure beats the hell out of sitting on the couch and TV surfing, doesn't it? And then hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. This is one of my main preaching points when I'm talking to my clients. You cannot let yourself get under or dehydrated because the effects can be very damaging and it's really hard to come out of that. Luckily for me and my team, we have a product um, in my supplement line called Thrive Elite Branch Chain Amino Acids. And there's a little plus sign behind the, behind the BCAAs. That plus sign stands for added electrolytes which help keep your body hydrated during extreme sweat sessions. So along with the Thrive BCAA Plus, I also recommend consuming around a gallon of water a day. Now, I know that sounds like a lot, and you may never get to that gallon, but if a gallon is your goal, you'll rarely find yourself falling close to dehydration. If you'd like to try the Thrive Elite BCAAs Plus, guys, if you're not a member of my studio, you can buy them online. Just go to thrivefitnessstudio.com or thriveforeverfit.com. Go to 
um, store and you'll see the Thrive branched amino acids plus. They are a game changer, life changer when it comes to workout recovery, hydration, and not getting dehydrated during these hot summer months. Now let's talk about something really cool that you probably don't know about. It's called adaptation. This is the super cool stuff about the human body that I love. And so hot weather actually does slow down your body. The hotter it is, the more energy you need to expend to keep yourself cool, which can mean activities that you're used to doing really easily will become challenging. This could be anything from even your normal outside walk to exercising to whatever it is is going to take more effort. But here's the good news. We adapt so quickly as humans. Even within one to two workouts, your body is already adapting to the heat. And then the more that you work out, the more adaptive you become and the better you start to feel. So only after a couple of days in the heat, your body will start producing more plasma. This is the liquid portion of your blood. And there's evidence to suggest that the body can generate 13 times more plasma once you get acclimated and adapted to the heat, which means you get a larger volume of blood circulating through the body. And not only does this bring more oxygen to the muscles, which is then used to generate energy, which you need to work out, it also helps regulate your body temperature. So you can increase more blood flow to your skin, which will help you cool off. Now, if you stay active in the heat for a week or 10 days, your body will continue to adapt. Your sweat glands will actually kick into high gear in effort to cool your skin off more quickly. Your heart will even start to pump blood more efficiently to the rest of your body. This is where we're also going to get more oxygen uptake to help us breathe better. So generally, after a couple of weeks of being in this elevated heat, your body is going to be fully adapted and you're actually going to be performing at a higher level because your body is going to have adapted to the heat. So win-win, right? This is how amazing the human body is. And lastly, guys, I hear this as well, and I feel this. I can't stand to be hot when I sleep. So people always say it's too hot. I can't even sleep. And there's truth to that. When your body can't thermoregulate at night, it actually prevents you from getting into the restorative sleep states. So thermoregulation is basically your body trying to come down to, an, to a controlled internal temperature that it needs to be at for homeostasis so that you can go into the deep restorative states of sleep. And here's the solution. 65 degrees is my target number. So based on all the research that I've done, the best sleeping temperature is between 60 and 67 degrees. This temperature range allows the body to fall into a deep sleep, which gives you the restorative, reparative sleep that you need to perform the following day. So before you go to bed at night, set your thermostat to the optimal sleeping temperature between 60 and 67, and try these other tips as well. Keep a fan in the room so you get cool air consistently circulating. Avoid drinking caffeine or eating high sugar foods. Caffeine and high sugar foods actually increase your body's temperature. And then lastly, sleep for the season. Make sure your, your PJs, your bed sheets, your everything is appropriate for summer. That's not actually retaining heat and making you hotter. Guys, if, you, if you'll use these four strategies to ensure that you avoid summer setback syndrome, you're going to thank me. You're going to send me a note when fall kicks in, and you're going to be like, I had the absolute best summer of my life. I had a blast. 
I didn't gain any weight. I stayed fit. My routine stayed pretty much the same with a few deviations, but those deviations were fun and awesome. And I loved every moment of it. So guys, follow these four strategies. Know that I'm so grateful and so thankful for you. And if you love this show, it would mean the world to me if you would, put, would like it and share it and leave a review on whatever platform it is that you're watching it on. It just helps more people find the show and helps us spread the message of just optimal living and better health. So again, I want to say thank you so much for taking the time to, to listen and watch the Thrive Forever Fit podcast and to support me. It means the absolute world to me. You can find all the links to all of my coaching programs um, I've got a program called the Thrive Forever Fit Program, which is a group coaching program with amazing human beings that are just trying to get healthy and fit and live their optimal life. I've got a free program on Facebook called Wellness Lab Launchpad. You can join that. All you have to do is go to thriveforeverfit.com. You'll see a giant orange box. Click the button. We'll let you right in. I also offer one-on-one -on -one coaching if you're someone in need of some personalized instruction for maybe your weight loss or taking a deep dive into what's holding you or setting you back with your mindset. So whatever I can do for you guys is please let me know and know that I'm uber grateful that you've taken the time today to listen to this show. I'll be back next week with another episode. Have a beautiful day. Be awesome to yourself and be kind to each other. Love you.